Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of iCast Fireball, an actual play 5e D&D adventure where we go through the campaign Tyranny of Dragons. I'm Thomas Rudiam for this adventure, and around the table we have... Malamara. Lance Thalen. And Fleeple. If we jump into where we left our adventurers, we left them in a pretty highly climactic moment where uh, they had just done some soul searching, maybe some reconciliation. Not maybe, there was reconciliation. (laughs) It did happen. It was all in a flashback sequence. And um, surely the flashback sequence would be over, except for the fact that one day, while they're at the Singing Sword, they looked out in the sky and they saw a portal open up with three red dragons flying directly towards them. And one of the red dragons opening its gigantic maw and breathing fire down on the singing sword. That is where we left up, left our adventures and where we pick up on this week's episode of I Cast Fireball. So, let's uh, take stock of what's going on inside the singing sword. As I told you before, there was a bit of a commotion and all of you were drawn to the window and you weren't the only one, there were others as well. And... There are a number of patrons who are looking outside. Some of them are starting to panic. Uh, Some of them are starting to yell. And it's just at this time that the fire starts to billow down directly towards the singing sword. And before each of you or any of you can uh, react uh, in whatever way that you're going to with the fire, you see this. The fire is repelled once it gets 15 feet to the tavern. And then the dragon flies away as well. As it gets closer, each of you see there are occupants on this dragon. One of them is on a saddle and riding the dragon and is uh, flying uh, through the city while there are four others behind that are hanging on or have been strapped down to the saddle as well in their own seating positions. But some of them look ready to jump, uh, ready to uh, act but the dragon has flown away for a few seconds at least. Uh, It's at this time that you see one of the patrons being uh, an elderly man holding his hand up, quivering, his hand shaking uh, as he's in these robes. He goes, It's been a while since I've had to cast that one. Um, uh, We need some adventurers over here now! And just yells uh, to the patrons and the singing sword is calling everybody and says, everybody, everybody out, go, go. And um, just telling everybody to run, to scatter, to leave while there are others who are strapping weapons onto them and shoving a sausage down their uh, gullet as they run out the door. There are others that are uh, fleeing out the back and uh, trying to escape this area in particular. Jinx Squad, what do you do? I know some adventurers. Perhaps we should... Maybe we should go take care of this. Say, follow the people that were strapping swords to themselves. Yeah. How many dragons? Three? Yeah, there are three red dragons flying over Waterdeep, and each of them seem to have somebody on their back. Did we make out, like, who it was? I mean, like, in terms of, like, we could make out any physicality or just, oh, a humanoid is riding these dragons. Yeah, go ahead and roll a perception check. The DC will be high because it was so quick, but anybody can roll it. Dang it, I shouldn't have picked this. Yeah, someone else. Someone should do this besides me. You got this, port. 14 for me. That is a natural 20 for a 31 total. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Mickey's face. <laughs> Just Fleeple's glasses become all of a sudden like binoculars. I did have guidance on it. I rolled I rolled max on the guidance as well, so that helps. Okay. Okay, that's good to know. Fleeple, being Bahamut blessed and um, <laughs> sensing the danger, you you feel the adrenaline just start coursing through your body. Time seems to slow down, and you are moving at the same speed that everybody else is. Uh, it's almost like you gotta go fast, but you are gotta go fast and looking at these people, and as they swoop away, you see the riders on the back of the dragon. They are the Gith Yankee that you had seen that had attacked you previous to uh, getting into Candlekeep. One of them has a sword 
a couple of them have a sor uh, swords, and others are uh, almost completely bare of clothing or armor, except for the bare necessities uh, to help uh, enable them to have movement as they um, look down at the singing sword, specifically at the singing sword. With your 31, it's... Uh, you're able to not only be like, ah, oh, that's who it are, but they like almost uh, lock eyes with each of you and they see Mal and one of them just points in slow motion as they fly away. And so, yeah, it's pretty clear that they're coming after you, so. Uh, Malamaro, we got some, some of your old friends that we met back in the day. They've come back for us. You use the word friends like maybe I had, I had chosen this. And Mal legitimately will run to be with the people that are also strapping swords to them. Because last time we faced a dragon, it's nice to have other people who are also <laughs> facing dragons. Yeah. Oh my so gosh. there, um, you don't have to go far because that was just one dragon. And the other one, there's another one that lands directly outside of the tavern on a tall, almost cath not cathedral, but like, uh, I'm thinking of uh, a Roman structure, but uh, that's the idea here. It's just like a, the roof is, is very tall and the dragon just perches on it as it opens its maw and it screams into the daylight. Let's go ahead and roll initiative actually. Hibby. Alright. Fleeple, what's your initiative? 22. Whoa! Yeah. Mal. 14. And Lance. 11. Ooh, I got the hot dice tonight. Fleeple, is that the highest you've ever rolled? For initiative, I think so. The last time we fought, I actually rolled pretty high. That's true, against the cockroaches, you rolled pretty high. I did. Yeah. Skitterwigs. So it caused you to run and open every door. It did. It did. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go fast. And that's what I'm gonna do right now. Open every door. Everybody, come find a dragon! Come find a dragon right now! <laughs> I mean, solid All right. plan. <laughs> Alright. Sounds good. Fleeple, you are first in the initiative order here. Yeah, I'm gonna look up at that big old dragon, the one that I can currently see. And let's start with a polymorph, why not? Yes! <laughs> oh, very nice! Here we go. Hoping that this dragon isn't an illusion. <laughs> I think it's a safe assumption. We'll see. Uh, what's the save, spell save DC? 16 for wisdom. Ooh, they have a plus four. Here we go. Natural 20. Of no! course. I would just like to point out that the last time we fought something, we were like, wow, we almost died. And, and Thomas is like, okay, well, it's time for the dragons. <laughs> we fought mechanical cockroaches and almost died. And Thomas is like, I think they're ready for the three dragons. <laughs> Fleeple, you reach out with your polymorph. You cast it as it is within range. Um, and as the magic starts to overtake it, the dragon... Um, shakes it off. It's uh, this green magic and it's swatting it away from its face. Unfortunately, the polymorph not taking hold. Ah, shucks. That would have severely hampered my plans. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was hoping. Seeing as that didn't work, though, I'll go ahead and let's give a ritual of mistletoe heroism to Mal or Lance. Which of you could use more temporary hit points, do you reckon? I have more hit points than Lance me, me, does, me, me. so yeah. Me, me, yeah, me, me, well, me. Let's give me, that me, to me, Lance. <laughs> How many do I get? So at the start of each of your turns, you are going to gain a number of temporary hit points equal to my spellcasting modifier, I believe. Let me check that just to make sure. Gains temporary hit points equal to your spellcasting ability modifier at the start of each of its turns. So at the start of each of your turns, you'll gain four temporary hit points, and for the next minute... Uh, as long as I maintain concentration, you are immune to being frightened. Well, that'll be good against a dragon. Nice. Oh, that's way good. Um, I just had a thought. Um, that old guy um, who's saying, we need some adventurers, he ran out with you guys. And I was going to control him, but I wonder, do you guys want to control him this battle? Sure. Okay, great. We'll control him by committee. By Mage! committee. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. Yeah, I'll leave that for you guys then. Um, I'll go ahead and roll his initiative here since he is helping out. 
All right, Fleeple, that was just your action. Would you like to move or uh, do a bonus act? Oh, you did bonus action, right, with your mistletoe. Yep, bonus action heroism. I think I'm just going to stay right here next to my new mage friend. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> He's like, uh, oh, boy, it looks like we have our work cut out for us. <laughs> oh. The old mage prospect. <laughs> <laughs> I came to Waterdeep to find magic. Magic, I tell you. So we have a bunch of we have a bunch of commoners who they're so common and they are not going to help. They're actually just trying to escape. But you have some guards that are on their way to help out and assist if possible. And now the dragon's turn. This dragon is going to take advantage and he's going to breathe his fire amongst all of you here. <laughs> Everybody needs a DC 17 dexterity saving throw, please. All right. Fleeple. Got a 15. Okay. Lance. 19. Okay. And Mal. 17. Nice. So everybody succeeds except for Fleeple. Uh, anybody want to roll for the mage, actually? I'll roll. Mm, man, you know what? I, I should use my inspiration while I have it. Yes. For this, I would, yeah. That's a 21. 21? Two. Or, sorry, 12. 12. He rolled 12. 12. Okay. Like, ah! um, before he had cast a spell to um, block the uh, singing sword, um, we're going to say that he's going to spend one of his... He can spend a reaction and do a shield. Oh, no, he can't. Yeah, he's going to do shield here. Does that count against that for a saving throw? Yeah, shield goes to AC. It's not a saving throw. So what we'll do um, is we'll, we'll let him cast shield to take half damage because that's what he did in the uh, tavern as well. So he's going to take half damage regardless. So that's two of his first level spell slots? Yeah, two of his first level spell slots. Okay. All right. So for everybody that did not f- succeed, you take 56 points of fire oh, damage. Oh, no. But everybody succeeded. So that's halved. So that's 28 points of fire damage. 28 points of fire damage. And I take none. Yeah. Jacob takes none because of roguey things. Evasion! <laughs> the mage also doesn't have hit points on his thing. He has 40 hit points. Thank you. So he's half. And he's like, oh, wow, that really hurt me. Ouch. I didn't expect a barbecue. I'm, I'm, I'm woken up now. That's going to be the red dragon. He's just going to chill right now on top of the building. And the building, I guess, for each of you, if you were to think of it diagonally from your current position, it's about 60 feet away um, from where you, you all of you currently are. Mal, it's your turn before the Githyanki. You see four of them have hopped down from the dragon into the town square right in front of these steps. And they are they have not taken their turn yet. It is you are before them. So are you saying that he, like, if I wanted to hit the dragon on top of it, it's like it's 60 feet away? Yeah, he's 60 feet away from you currently. He's far away from a distance. Cool. Okay, so Mal will bonus action cast Hex. Mm-hmm. Well, she still has some spell slots. And she will cast it on the dragon. Okay, great. The black inkiness climbs up the the building towards the dragon and latches hold of it. And Mal will cast two Eldritch Blasts at the dragon from a distance. Eldritch Blast. It's been a while since an Eldritch Blast. Haven't had to use it too far away. That is a 23 to hit. That hits. And a, ooh, same roll, 23. Oh, nice. So both hit. Oh, no. That was so dumb. I rolled a one and a two on the force damage. (laughs) Oh, no. So it's three total damage? Three force damage with one necrotic damage. (laughs) One necrotic. So four damage to this dragon. Oh, man. To those of our listeners who think spellcasters are OP, sometimes you have these moments. (laughs) I quit D&D. (laughs) oh so only four damage unfortunately yeah that really stunk and uh that that was your action bonus action are you gonna move away no i'm gonna stay right where i am 
Great, sounds good. So all of you sort of like uh, um, rallying together in front of the singing sword. It's now the gith turn. I feel like the DM is giving us an opportunity to not all get caught in the dragon's fire breath. I feel like we all need to run away. So the gith yankee runs up to Mal specifically, which is in range of uh, Flapola. He enters your... um, circle of combat here, um, your attack of opportunity range, and he's going to just lay into you with two attacks with the sword. That's a 13. Hit me. Does not hit. And a 10. So both of them miss. So slash, slash, and you parry with your weapon as you pull it out. Um, The first one with your handle as you're still getting it out of its, uh, as you're still pulling it, and the other one is the blade um, wrapped up currently. That's going to be his turn. The other one is going to actually go to these guards over here. 15, 20. And he's going to try to waylay into these guards. Ooh, that is a 19 for one. And then a 14 for the other, which I believe hit both both of the guards. One attack to one guard, the other one to the other guard um, as they are trying to help you out. The first attack does... Eight points of slashing damage, and the other one does ten points of slashing damage. Both of these guards are very injured, severely injured. So, one of them looks like he if he fell down, almost as if he were gonna uh, go unconscious. But he gets back up slowly. There's still one more guard uh, that has not been injured yet. So, so that's gonna be the ones with the swords. The other ones uh, that are monks, uh, they are going to try and run up. Let's see, 30 feet. This one by the dragon. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. He's going to go right for you, Fleeple, as he saw you try to polymorph the dragon. That's a 15 to hit. That bounces off my shield. And an, an 8 to hit. Oh, gosh. That Not bounces off my fleece. Here. There you go. Bounce, there bounce. you go. Okay, well, there's that. They. Uh, that one is done and the other one is going to cast a spell and turn invisible uh i'm gonna have the mage counterspell that <gasps> yes nice. good call. all right yeah it is successful because invisibility is uh just like a third level spell so rules is written if he used his shield to counteract the half that's his that's reaction true. They're, they're both oh okay okay Sorry. But that was Thomas controlling the mage for us. That wasn't our decision as the universal collective that is controlling the mage's mind. <laughs> we were th- we were forced to do that. All right. So uh, that monk is invisible right now. But uh, we now go to Lance's turn. Lance, you have a Githyanki warrior in front of you, 10 feet within front of you. There's one uh, 20 feet away that is a monk that is uh, costing Fleeple and the mage. And then the dragon is 60 feet away from you on top of the building. Great. Okay, these behind us, next to the swangin' sword, uh, those are barrels and things, correct? The tables, barrels, chairs, barricades, yeah, a little bit. If Lance Thalen parkoured over there, could he take the hide action? Uh, yes, he could. All right, I will do that. So you move 5, 10, 15, 20 feet to get behind some barrels and mm-hmm. some tables. And I will then hide. Take the hide action roll. Uh, stealth check, please. Stealth. And I get advantage in my silence. Yes, you do. That is, oh, there you go. Uh, for stealth, that is 26. Yeah, you feel pretty uh, pretty hidden. That's really high. So, yeah, you feel pretty good. <laughs> After I'm hidden, Lance will take the short bow off his back. Just kind of say to himself, all right, help me out here, Callie. You know, reach over and hopefully, using because of his hiding ability, using advantage, will shoot at the dragon. Advantage is granted to you, sir. You may roll with advantage. Callie whispering in your ear going... I don't think we've ever killed anything that big before. Natural 20. Oh, yes. sneak attack, too. Yes, with sneak attack. Oh, as, as you get ready, you wait for her guidance and you, and you hear in your ear, no, you've got it. And you just loose uh, instantly as she says that. And it goes right into its mouth as it was opening to scream yet again. And it's... Howling in pain. Go and roll double damage 
with sneak attack. All right, we're gonna do short bow damage first, just the double damage for okay. the short bow. So 2d6. Um, so that's going to be 10 damage from the short bow. Nice, the dragon howls in pain. It seems to be scratching his head. As you know, the whispers are digging into its mind uh, with your sneak attack. What's the sneak attack? 8d6 yeah. <laughs> for sneak attack because it's doubled from 4d6. So first round of sneak attack damage. For those of you listeners who think spellcasters are OP, try getting a rogue that has advant- uh, critical. That's 13 damage on the first sneak attack roll. Well, second sneak attack roll. 17 points of damage. So that's 30 points of damage. 30 plus, didn't I say 10 from the bow? So that's 40 damage total. 40 total damage. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. The singing sword says from behind. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Uh, and you already used your bonus action to hide. So, oh man, that is. That's good stuff. I did, but I will also do one more thing. I will, on a successful sneak attack, I may target a creature within 30 feet of myself and roll half the number of sneak attack dice, and they take that damage. Now, I assume I'm not rolling half the number of a critical roll. I'd usually roll two if I have four sneak attack dice, but am I rolling four? You roll four oh, because snap. it was a crit. They're your sneak attack dice, I that's how I understand oh it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I will attack the guy who's tag-teaming uh, Fleeple and the mage and just throw a shadow dagger just straight at the back of this guy, this monk's head. Mm-hmm. And as, you, as it apparates right next to him, you see this glimpse of a yellow scarf up and, and a hand plunge it directly into his chest. 18 damage. Okay, that monk is hurt. All righty, so that was action, movement, bonus action. That's pretty good. All right, uh, Lance, I believe that's your turn. And now we have the mage going. So here's what I'm going to propose we have the mage do. If we have the mage move around to the upper right Flank. corner... Yeah, essentially flanking this guy with me, I could tank a cone of cold, I think, to let him hit those three gith. Hopefully hitting the one that's invisible. Wait, so you're you're proposing, Ned, that the cone of cold hit you as well? Yeah, it's 8d8. That's an average of somewhere around 40 damage, I want to say. And the DC's only 14. Yeah, and I have 49 the chances of me going down are pretty slim. He goes, are you sure, Sonny? <laughs> are you positive? If you want to take the sacrifice, I think that's an excellent idea. I also think ice storming the dragon is fine. But if you want to take the, if you feel like you can take the damage, I also support that. I would say let's do that. And then after that, let's try if, especially if this monk is down, we should move the mage away. Because to get him out of possibly a multi-attack Yeah, range. get him. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you're a little bit crazy, but I like the crazy. Let's go. All right, Ned. You do the 8d8. You do it, Ned. Okay. Your idea. And let's see. What spell save? What type of a save do they need to make? Constitution. Constitution. Fortunately, I've got that. You have uh, awesome constitution. Yeah, because of my fancy necklace. That's the reason I, I looked at what the save one. I was like, actually, he might be able to at least make the save. So, And what's the range of the cone of cold? 30? A 60-foot cone. Woo! Yeah! Okay. Fail. Fail. Fail! All three of them got hit! And Mal, this is, you're right next to a gith, and it is... It's the cone of cold is inches away from your face as the mage goes, Bring up! as uh, this just ice and this cold is just enveloping Fleeple and uh, the three gith. One of them is invisible. Ned, correct me if I'm wrong. Invisible, if you take damage, you still are invisible, right? I think so. I'll look it up just to make sure. Uh, Some numbers, though. That's going to be 46 cold damage. Oh! 46? (laughs) 
And I got a natural 20 on my con save. Hey! There you go. So, the monk right in front of the mage drops instantly. He just falls to the ground. The other one um, right in front of Mal is, he crumples, but gets back up having to use his silver sword, the same sword that Mal has, the gleaming in the light, to pull himself back up. And uh, the you just hear a cry from uh, somewhere else as someone becomes uninvisible because they have perished essentially. They uh, <laughs> oh wow, yeah. I was I was gonna say it's a concentration spell, so I guess that ends their concentration. Yeah. Can you imagine like dying invisible <laughs> and it just stays. <laughs> so you're just like no one knows. <laughs> Oh my gosh. The singing sword again. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) He's hyping you up. He goes, you can do it. Turns out I can. Oh boy. And the mage is like, ah, I haven't felt this alive since I... And then he just starts like spouting these, this random rhetoric about how uh, when he first came to Waterdeep and he just goes into his story in the middle of this battle. But you wanted to move him a little further away so the dragon doesn't just destroy him, right? Yeah, near maybe some of these, like, crates. Or maybe even backing up a little okay. bit. He goes, all right, I, I'm going to I'm gonna back up a little bit here. And uh, I can't hide, but uh, hopefully I have some cover. All right. Well done, mage. And then the guards guards down here they are um one of them is at death's door but they are all going to try and uh double team this gith yankee warrior here all three of them are going to attack two of the guards will be with advantage Ooh, i don't know if that hits yeah so the first attack misses um it is uh it bounces off the sword as one of the guards the one that was severely damaged just trying to weigh into the lay into them the gith and that strange dialogue looks over and yells over to his fallen comrades as he now has three people uh trying to uh attack them the second one attacks with advantage natural 20 Ooh yeah there you go there you go and um, that's going to be a little bit of damage. D8. Where's my D8s? All I have are D10s. Where's your D10s? I don't need a percentage. Oh my gosh. I seriously... Where's my D8s? Would someone mind right rolling me a D8, please? <laughs> I rolled an 8. Okay. <laughs> We'll take the eight times two, 16 plus one, 17 damage to the Gith warrior here. And then the other one is going to attack without advantage. Ooh, that is a hit. Can you roll a D8, please, again? Now it's a four. All right, sounds good. 17 plus four is a number. 21. There we go. Ned, were you a math major? I was not. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. Okay, great. So that is the guard's turn. We now go to the top of the initiative, and Fleeple, it's your go. The battlefield has severely changed in the six seconds that have occurred, which don't feel like six seconds. I always feel like when there's a lot of people in initiative, it's it actually isn't six seconds because of all the things happening at once, but there's a lot of chaos. There's a lot of uh, pandemonium here. Ne- Fleeple, it's your go. It is my go. This guy right next to me, I'm assuming probably isn't looking too great. No, he's looking terrible, actually. Yeah, I'll pull out a Toll the Dead on this guy, I think. Okay, that's a con save. Uh, Wisdom save, DC 16. Ooh, fail! Nice, and so that's going to be, since he's already damaged, 2d12. Woo! 16 necrotic damage. Whoa! Uh, tell us how it's done. Yeah, this guy looks around at all of his friends that have just been completely frozen into statues. And in that moment, he thinks to himself, did I survive? Am I frozen? I'm probably frozen, actually. I should. Yeah, I'm done. And then he just drops down. He gives up the ghost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, sounds good. That's your action, I believe. Yeah, now bonus action, I am going to Ritual of Mistletoe, uh, first level Cure Wounds on myself. 
with an extra d4 from my sickle, and I'm going to spend two more sprigs of mistletoe to add two more d4s to that. That's such a good subclass. I'm glad. I'm glad you found that. It's really sweet. It's so good. Anybody want to be to support Druid, check out the the, uh, the Circle of Sacrifice. It's going to be 17 hit points back to myself. Okay, sounds good. 17 back to you. Any movement? I am going to move south in the direction of the other Githyanki. Go as far as I can to split up our group so we won't be as clustered for the dragon. South for your 30. 10, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Okay, sounds good. That puts you kind of in the middle of the square, um, halfway between your friends and halfway between the guards and this Gith Yankee here. And that'll do it for me. Great, the commoners go and uh, they run into the buildings and they start to close the doors and windows, but you see like one child looking in awe at the the rest of you as he sees like the the heroics that you have that you are destroying these uh, invaders here and he goes wow before his mom snatches him up and runs off with him into a building they just run away and it is now the red dragon's turn again he is now going to he's had enough of this he's going to drop down into the square and he is now going to attack. He's now going to go for the mage, right next to the mage and Lance. So he's gonna jump and impact with the gravel and it some of it shatters underneath him as he has this like small dent into the uh, cobblestone here. And he is gonna go for that mage. That mage is bad news for him. So, no. He's going to go for Lance, who did a ton of damage to him. Dang it, no! I was hoping! I was like, yes. I just remembered. (laughs) It was like the Jack Nicholson meme, like, yes. Yes. Go for the page. (laughs) First, he's got a bite. Dang it! Oh, 13? That's a miss. Oh my gosh, I rolled so low. All right, he has a multi-attack, though. So here he goes with his claws. Two attacks with his claws. 18? 18 is a hit. 13 again. Oh my gosh. I'm nimble, baby. (laughs) Well, with the one attack that landed on you, he only gets 10 points of slashing damage against you. Nope. That is actually 14 slashing damage. I will cut that down with my... What is it called? Uncanny dodge? Uncanny dodge, yes. So I have the damage. And that's your reaction to use, right? That is my reaction. So that's seven points. Ned, how many how many temporaries did I get again? You would have gotten four, though in fairness, I did uh, take too much damage to succeed. Well, I when I got hit by the cone of cold, I failed my concentration. Okay, ship. so that, so you know that, that doesn't oh, count. So, so no temporary. So seven on my regular hit points. Okay. But you would have still had four. Yeah, <gasps> that's from true. Before. You would have still had when because she, when he cast it, you had four. Yeah. yeah. That's true. That's true. There you go. All right, sounds good. Mal, it's your go. You see the dragon on the ground with all of you. The Githyanki warriors and monks have fallen to the ground, and uh, it is your turn. Mal will bonus action rage, and she will take the form of a bear. Nice. And using that rage to propel her forward... She will go around and flank the back of the dragon. Is that within flanking distance with Lance where he is? Yes, we will say it is. And she will take two attacks with her sword. Yeah, because you're a level four barbarian. Because I'm a level five barbarian. Uh, The hex dropped because it's concentration and I raged. Not that that actually mattered, but um, for the uh, rule lawyers out there, I do recognize that the concentration has dropped (laughs) she's talking about me (laughs) (laughs) okay what am i doing okay that's a 23 to hit for the first hit and these are with advantage right yep okay great 23 hits and the next one was a non-natural 20 that hits as well 
as you run up to this dragon, you slash against its side as you're running by it, carving into its scales, piercing a little bit, and the other one you just stab in with your second attack. The dragon rears its head, and it is uh, enraged. Okay, so what I lacked in my first spell casting, which um, <laughs> feels like a sign, that time... I did 29 points of damage to the dragon. Dang. Dang. 29. Man. All right. One of my sword attacks, I rolled two sixes, which makes up wow. for the two ones I rolled last time. There you go. <laughs> yeah, and each attack gets plus two rage damage to it, so that's awesome. Uh, this dragon has taken a, um, a healthy amount of damage, but it is still... It's it's angry now. It's it, it was angry before, but now it is seething with anger. That's your turn, I believe, right, Mal? Yep, that's action, bonus action, and movement. So the only one left is the Githyanki warrior at the guards, and it's his turn. He's going to disengage, and he's going to run 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, and that's all he can do. Oh, he's going to run up to Fleeple, actually, because Fleeple is within 30 of him, and he's just going to start to into lay into Fleeple. His goal is to get over to Mal, but Fleeple's a nice, like, halfway point there. So Is that all I am to you, just a halfway point? Just a halfway point. <laughs> <sighs> well, he rolled a nine, so... Yeah, that's what you get when that's you treat someone like a halfway point, Mr. Giff. Yeah. <laughs> So that's the first attack. And then a 14 for the second. Gosh, these guys just cannot get an attack off. I'm not upset. (laughs) (laughs) So that is this Gith Yankee warrior. He is, um, with your passive perception, even without your passive perception, you see this Gith Yankee warrior starting to, like, look over at the dragon and sort of like, huh? Uh, He sees his three dead comrades, or his unconscious comrades right now, and, uh, he realizes the situation is not as good as he thought it was. So, Lance, it's your turn. Wait, what about the mage? You have a big old dragon right in front of you. Uh, you're first, and then the oh, mage. Oh, yeah. I'm, okay. All righty, all righty, all righty, all righty, all righty. So, Malamara is flanking with me, correct? Yep, okay. so you get advantage if you attack. Okay. okay. Lance is freaking out because there's a freaking dragon in front of him. So, he's kind of freaking out a little bit. But then as he, like... As he's kind of like almost scrambling a little bit backwards, he like looks down at like his weapons and then he like looks back up and gets a little bit of a cocky smile on his face, which I probably shouldn't say cocky because it's going to mess up my roll. But he's going to pull out his dagger and his short sword and he's going to be like just looking at the dragon and kind of in a very non-confident voice, just say, I think you picked the wrong person to attack here. And he will charge and attack with his short sword of dragon slaying. Ho-ho! There we go. And I get advantage. That is, ooh, with the short sword. That's 27 to hit. That's a hit. So, with the short sword of Dragon Slay, I get, and this is sneak attack, so I get sneak attack damage and an extra 3d6. Whoa! Mm-hmm. Gosh, Lance charging in there. That's why I picked up the sword. I thought, hey, yeah, this would be a good sword for, you know, like, a dragon campaign. <laughs> <laughs> so I will roll the, the short sword damage first, which is 4d6, and then I will roll the sneak attack damage, which is 4d6. That is 25 damage for just the short sword. Goodness gracious. And for the sneak attack damage, that's 17 damage for sneak attack. 25 plus 17. Mm-hmm. That is 42, I believe, right? Yep. Oh, my gosh. Um, you see inside, at, uh, you glance, uh, Lance, as you're like, do this damage to this dragon. Dragon's looking pretty hurt, actually, um, looking pretty damaged. And you glance inside, and the singing sword is having a someone jot down and, like, dictate uh, what the singing sword is seeing. Uh, <laughs> and, like, this terrified barmaid is, like, jotting down everything the singing sword is saying and singing right now. But that's your um, action and bonus action. Do you move or do you stay? That is not my bonus action. That's just my action. Well, if you're going to do the short sword and the... Yes. The... Oh, that's and right. And I haven't done it's the dagger the yet. short sword. So... Oh, my gosh. Just for good measure, I will attack with my dagger as well. 
All right, cool. Er, wait a minute. Mm. But no, that would take away Malamara's advantage that she has. I could say I could I could bonus action disengage and then just run away, but then Malamara doesn't get her bonus. I'll take it for the team. I will then just attack with my dagger. All right, go ahead. Just a regular old dagger. That's going to be uh, 21. That's a hit. Go and roll damage there. And it's just a d6. I don't get the damage bonus because this is my second attack. Correct. You don't get the modifier. Normal daggers are a d4, I believe. Eh, but two. <laughs> two to the dragon. Every little bit helps, right? Great. All right. That's your turn. It's now the mage's turn here. So here's what we got. We we can't do the ice storm because that would hit you guys. We can't do any of the fire spells because it's a red dragon. We can't do cone of cold because he's already used that. His only offensive ability right now is magic missile. We could magic missile or we could mage armor one of you guys. Or we could cast greater invisibility. On one of you two. That's a good point. Well, greater invisibility, how many does it cover? You or a creature you touch becomes invisible. Oh, but you stay invisible no matter what. So even if you cast spells or you, you know, anything. Yep. I think that's our best bet because then whichever of you is attacking would always have advantage. We should have planned this ahead because if I, if I could have retreated, then he could have done this to Mal and Mal would just always get advantage just to hack at this thing. So who's getting greater visibility? That's what you're doing. <laughs> Fleeful. <laughs> well, he has to touch them. Thanks, buddy. Well, so hey, buddy. I'm fe- so in this battle, it would help Lance more, right? It would always give me sneak attack ability, no matter where I was. Hey, who am I touching over here? Let's fate dice it, Ned. Okay, so we'll do if it's a minus, we'll do magic missile at fourth level. If it is blank, will greater invisibility Mal. If it's plus, will greater invisibility Lance. Perfect. Cool. All right. It's a plus, greater invisibility on Lance. All right. Lance. He goes, all right, fine. He jumps up and he runs over to you, Lance, and go, all right, use it well, you sneaky friend. And he casts greater invisibility on you. And he goes, and now I'm stuck right by this dragon, unfortunately. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and I'm trapped. <laughs> I mean, he probably should move away and he could use his shield on a retreat. That's true. He has a reaction right now. If you'd like to have him move back, yeah. I feel like having him right next to the dragon is probably not a good idea. Okay. Do you want him to retreat? Sounds good. The dragon will get an attack of opportunity. He's going to bite him. It's a 16. What is his DC? It doesn't say on here. Uh, I think it's like 12. The mage's AC is 12... And then if we cast shield, that increases it by five. And he's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I dodged out of that. Oh boy, that'll wake you up in the morning. The guards are going to run up and try to take the Gith Yankee and be like, hold him there, you kobold, hold him. And they're going to run up and just try to swarm him. Advantage all the way around. I'm so glad we don't have like yes. stereotypical like guards. Like, the kobold's working with them. <laughs> Just like judging <laughs> right away. <laughs> hey, now wait a minute. No, Fleeple, he's become a bit of a well-known figure in the area from all of the fondue that he's been eating. There you go, there you go. <laughs> At this point, you're, the person who's making your uh, charcuterie board goes, all right, Master Fleeple, I think I'll come back right now as he comes around the corner and disappears immediately. Uh, first one's a hit. Second one is a miss. Third one's a miss. So, that is five points of damage to this Githyanki warrior. And they are surrounded now. They are having a hard time navigating, moving. He's going to have to cut one of these people down to get out of here. That's the guard's turn. We jump back up to the top. Fleeple, it's your go. Yeah, we're going to... How are Mal and Lance looking health-wise at the moment? I've taken three damage. All right. <laughs> Pretty good for you guys. And you can't see me. <laughs> Guess I'm gonna go ahead and do another Toll the Dead. Why not? All right, go ahead. That's a Wisdom saving throw. DC 16. Oh, oh, 17. Oh. Dang it! With a bonus action, then might as well get myself another Ritual of Mistletoe Cure Wounds. 
Give myself another 12 hit points. All right, look at that. Recovering from the cone of cold. The mage over there goes, I'm, uh, you're a lot spry than you look, you little kobold. <laughs> yeah, I actually have more hit points now than I did before I got hit by the cone of cold. Hey. Ah, there you go. <laughs> All right, anything else, Fleeple? Uh, that'll do it for me. I'll keep this flank going with these guards. Great. The commoners, they leave. It's their initiative. They're gone. They were not put as uh, innocent bystanders, but this dragon, he's going to turn towards you, Mal, and he's going to just roar in your face. There's this terrifying gaping maw inches from your face as he tries to intimidate you. No mechanical damage, nothing mechanically there, but he's going to attack you with three attacks. The first one, a bite. 17. That is my armor class. Ha-ha! I finally get a hit off. Second with a claw. 23. And 27. There we go. I found the right die. You've raged, right? Yes. She has raged, yes. (laughs) Unfortunately. All right. So the bite does 19 points of piercing damage plus three points of fire damage, which is a total of 22. So 11. 11, because Bear lets you do half damage to everything, right? Yep, everything but Psychic. And then the first claw is 16 points of slashing damage, with the second being 15 points of slashing damage. So 16 plus 15, 31, halved is 15. There you go. All right, taking some damage there. The dragon looks over at the Gith Yankee and actually says in Draconic I'm not going to be sticking around any longer than I have to in Draconic of course so Fleeple and I believe Lance you both understand yes. and the Gith Yankee looks up in horror uh, as realizing that his ride might be leaving him sometime soon Mal it is your go you have advantage if you decide to attack yes I will do both of my attacks back at the dragon who just attacked me Great. Little tit for tat. Non-natural 20. That's a hit. And 24. Whoo, it's a hit. Both hit. Frickin', I'm tired of seeing ones on these dice. You just file them off and replace them with sixes. (laughs) (laughs) I can just imagine the other two dragons, because it's been, what, like three rounds or something? They're just, like, overhead, like, circling back, like, I'm sure our buddy's fine. Yeah, they're like, all right, now let's go. Yeah, they're like, all right, let's go take a look. Oh, wow, they're, oh, they're oh, doing terrible. This right isn't good now. for Charlie. 27 points of damage. Dang, this dragon's looking really hurt. This dragon is starting to bleed uh, some of its red blood that is steaming on the ground as it hisses and it pops. And, it, and the dragon yells again and goes, we need to get out of here. That's its turn. Mal, anything else on your turn? No. All right. As this Gith Yankee is nervous, he is cornered. He is not um, loving where he's at right now. He looks at all of you, and then he holds his sword to his uh, the hilt of his sword or pommel to his forehead as he mutters something in that strange Gith Yankee language. Um, and then he disappears and reappears 30 feet closer to the dragon using Misty Step as a bonus action. This Gith Yankee, he's going to climb up the dragon um, with his movement, um, but as he swings by Mal, he's going to attack Mal. As he swings by, do either one of us get attack on him? Uh, Let me resolve his attack first to see how climbing up, but as he attacks you, Mal, he actually speaks in common, and he goes... You will pay for the sword you have taken from us, our heritage, our birthright. You will pay. As he tries to plunge the sword into you. The first one was a 10, and the second was a 23. 23 hits. Okay, that's going to be six points of slashing damage and four points of psychic damage. But as he crawls up, he had to get close to you. You get an attack of opportunity against him specifically as he tries to climb up the back of this dragon. This one will not be with advantage because Lance is not flanking him specifically. 
23. Ooh, it's a hit. Go and roll damage. 15 points of slashing damage. Oh, this guy is so injured. No, he is so injured. He is so he is injured. crawling. He has to take his one hand to pull himself up on the dragon. Pull himself up on the dragon. That's his turn. Lance, it is your turn now. Time to as Lance is fully invisible. Frodo, I just imagine <laughs> invisibility. Any time I think of invisibility, I think of Lord of the Rings. Um, I am going to attack with my short sword. All right, advantage, sir. All right, good thing advantage, because I did roll a critical fail, but the other one was better. Uh, That is a 25. Wow, high rolls tonight, everybody. High rolls, that is a hit. Okay, so. Sneak attack as well. Yes, so 44 plus 44. Not 44, 46 plus 46. All right, first one. 20 damage for the first one. That means, for the first meaning just the sword. Okay, okay. This dragon has to limp. You dug right into his leg and he can't put weight on it anymore. Just yells. He is very And this is the sneak attack damage. 10 damage for sneak attack. (laughs) This dragon falls to his stomach and then with his good paw pushes himself up. He is struggling to stand up. He is very injured. Very injured. And then I will use my Whale of the Dead to launch, because I had a sneak attack, it launch a shadow dagger at the gift. All right. That's half your, that's two dice, right? That is nine damage to the gift. Nine damage. The gith Yankee crumples on the back of the dragon. Yes. And then I take out my dagger <laughs> and I st- Dab at the thing with my dagger. <laughs> the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead and roll an attack with advantage. All right. That is 23. That's a hit. And with my four, my d4, one damage. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough to bring him down. He sees the dead Gith Yankee and he's prepared to, to fly away as he is just, he's feral. He's like, he, he's screeching at all of you. He's uh, blowing fire into the air, and he's he's a cornered animal right now. But it's the mage's turn right now. So. Is it time for a fourth level magic missile? Are we going to have the mage take down this dragon? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's my turn after the mage, so I would be happy to take the kill <laughs> if we want to. I mean, that'd be cool for Flip too. What am I doing, everybody? What am I doing, everybody? Let's just have him cast Light. I'm <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> Cast light. <laughs> Let's light up the battlefield. It's a little too dark for my cataracts. I've got six D4 ready to go. Go for it. All right. <laughs> how, how does this old prospector mage, uh, what do his magic missiles look like here? Uh, they look like little pickaxes. <laughs> little pickaxes. like Just spiraling through the air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's this for a gold's fortune? And he just cast six magic missiles over to him. And that is 22 force damage. Wow. Not bad. Oh, NPC mage, tell us how it's oh done. Oh my gosh, we gave the victory to him. <laughs> it's going to be like a legend of this, and it's not going to, we're not going to be in the story now. Well, I think, I think back to my younger days, back when I was just digging for gems out there in the Anorak Desert. And I remember how I used to have those pickaxes that used to bring all those wonderful jewels out of the ground. And I think to myself, I bet there's some jewels inside this here dragon. And so I toss a bunch of magic spectral pickaxes at the dragon and see if there's any gold inside of it. And this dragon is eviscerated by these golden pickaxes that not only hit once, they just keep attacking and attacking and attacking. And the dragon cries out in pain. Fire sprays across the uh, ground as it falls. It scorches the, um, the cobblestones here right in front of each of you. As the dragon is defeated, all four Gith warriors are defeated. And the guards run up to each of you and go... Well, it looks like you certainly helped us out here, Jank Squad. Oh, well, don't thank us. 
Thank the true hero of the day, this mage whose name we don't know. Fleeble, shut up. <laughs> well, uh, let me introduce myself. My name is Lenny. Lenny. <laughs> Lenny. <laughs> As Lenny the mage takes a bow and he can't get up because his back is so crooked. And, he go, and each of you have to help him stand up. And we pan away from this battle. Uh, a nice camera shot uh, as uh, we show each of you uh, assisting Lance. Your invisibility pops off and uh, everyone's helping each other out. There's no dragons coming towards you currently. In fact, the you look up and the other dragons and Githyanki are being rebuffed by water deep and its defenses. You even see one of the statues uh, swinging a sword at one of the dragons itself. Not the one that was about to go into space, but um, one of the other ones, as, as you see um, other mages flying through the air, rebuffing them. A portal opens up in the sky, and the dragons fly directly up into it. And beyond inside the portal, you can see this purplish mist and just this expanse and stars twinkling as you look and gaze into the astral plane itself where the githyanki and the dragons disappear into the portal lance what would you like to say as like we're kind of gathering around like this slain dragon and helping lenny you know straighten his back out lance is just gonna look at malamara and flipo and go like well i've said it before but it's real this time we're dragon slayers and he puts his shades on, and the music goes. And we cut away. CSI. We cut away CSI water from deep. The, yes, CSI. <laughs> we cut away as the Jank Squad takes stock, and as we we will come back to the Jank Squad and how they deal with the immediate aftermath, as they deal with the Gith Yankee and the dragon itself and the possible rewards of a rebuffing an attack of this magnitude, you'll find out next time on I Cast Fireball. Ooh, baby! That's true, like, we've put a lot of draconic stuff, but this yeah. is our first straight-up actual dragon. We are the dragon That's slayers, true. officially. I've been, wanting to, I've been wanting to bring a dragon, but... Uh, I've been worried about throwing a dragon at you guys because you don't do that at third level or second level, even though I kind of did in greenest at second level. But um, (laughs) but now you you can see how anyway, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoy playing dragons. I really enjoy the Githyanki coming in and this random mage just taking out three Githyanki in one cone of cold. Lenny the mage. That battle would have gone very different had it not been for Lenny. So, uh, uh, fun stuff. Fun times. And we'll have to figure out the aftermath and why the Githyanki were so brazen and bold to try and attack the Jank Squad. Not only in broad daylight, but in one of the heavily, most heavily fortified cities in Faerun. But we'll find that out hopefully next time on iCast Fireball. Ned, Jacob, Mickey, thank you for, as always, joining every single week. And listeners, thank you, especially as you keep encouraging us to keep moving forward in this adventure, in the Tyranny of Dragons module, and discovering fun, just new things when it comes to mechanics of D&D. We really appreciate it, and uh, we love you. I'll just say it. We love you. We do. Uh, If you want to... If you want to share some of that love with us, you can leave us a five-star review on the podcatcher of your choice. It gets us into other people's recommended feeds. It lets us know that you like what we're doing, and it gets it helps spread the word out there and get this podcast on fire. If you want to leave something a little bit longer than a five-star review, shoot us an email at iCastFireball2020 at gmail.com, where you can tell us what episodes you like from the show, what you're doing in your campaign, uh, fun things like that. Uh, so feel free. Don't be afraid to drop us an email there. Uh, and of course, you can always follow us on our social media pages at iCastFireball20 on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, where we'll have pictures where Jacob and I, not too long ago, uh, we were at SaltCon boasting our swag in Utah. So uh, you can see possible merch that we might be having come to uh, our store that you can purchase and buy. Um, so keep an ear out for that as well. As always, want to always shout out our sister podcast, Improv Tabletop, where Ned takes a role as the GM, the keeper, or whatever he may call it, uh, depending on the tabletop system he's running. It's a ton of fun. They've experienced three tabletop systems over there, Fate Accelerated, Avatar Legends, and their current one, Blades in the Dark, which they 
have entitled Blades in the Dao Fei, making it Avatar The Last Airbender themed. It's a lot of fun. I'm currently caught up on it. I love the mechanics. I love being able to um, see how their actions have um, both positive and negative reactions with other um, guilds in um, Bossing Say. So go give them a listen and don't forget to leave them a five-star review on the way out. Lastly, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends and fellow wacky adventurers. But until next time, I'm Thomas, your DM, and around the table we have... Malamara. Lance Thalen. And Fleeple. Let's keep that fire going, and we'll see you all next time. Goodbye! <laughs>